This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome to another podcast episode of Change Your Mindset. I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. LeBron James. People know him as King James. The man that calls himself the greatest basketball player of all time. He has four NBA rings out of 10 finals appearances. A 40% win rate in the NBA finals. Currently playing for the Los Angeles Lakers as I record this episode. I've always been a Laker fan. I always liked to watch Kobe Bryant. That was my all-time favorite basketball player. You probably could assume that by the episodes that I talk about him and his Mamba mentality. How he was a different breed and I consider him the second best behind Michael Jordan. Because they have that same mindset, that same killer instinct to get things done. No matter what it took, they didn't complain, they didn't whine, they got better every single day. They knew what hard work meant. They were not gifted with tremendous abilities. They weren't gifted with a tremendous physique as LeBron James has been given. Yes, I admit LeBron James is a great player. But is he a great person for young people? Is he a great person for basketball? In my personal opinion, LeBron James has ruined basketball. LeBron James has ruined future generations of basketball players. LeBron James has ruined young people. So let me explain. As I said before, Kobe Ryan, Michael Jordan, they always saw they had hard work. You always hear stories of them waking up early, putting tremendous amount of work, no matter what. They were consistent, they were disciplined. And they always told people to work hard and improve, be better than you were the day before. That was always their message. These men played through tremendous injuries in even while they were hurt. For example, Michael Jordan's most famous game, Game 5 of the 97 Finals. He played with the flu. If you ever watched that game, you can see how much that man was suffering. And if you hear reports from teammates, from other people, they thought that man was about to die. They thought that man was not even going to show up to that game. But he did. And guess what? They won that game. He didn't complain. He didn't whine. He showed up. He knew what he had to do. And he got it done. Kobe Bryant. During one of his games, he dislocated one of his fingers. Mid-game. Instead of leaving or going to the doctor's hospital, whatever it is, he had the NBA Lakers trainer, Gary Vitti, pop his finger back into place. And Kobe didn't leave the game. He went back in and finished the game. Another game, Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles. The end of his career. And I've talked about this before. Tearing your Achilles is one of the most painfulest things you can ever go through. Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles. He didn't leave. He didn't go to the hospital at that exact moment. He was fouled. And while he tore his Achilles, he shot both of his free throws and made them. And that man walked off the court. That shows you something about someone's integrity, who they are as a person. Both of these players wanted the best and pushed the best out of people. 
their teammates, they wanted them to improve. They knew what they were capable of, and they would challenge them and push them for they can get better, for they can be the best version of themselves. That's who these two men were. I'm just giving a few examples. So you switch to LeBron James. LeBron James. The man who flops, complains, and whines. The man who doesn't play a full season anymore would actually sit on the bench instead of actually playing when he's healthy, but claims that he is hurt. The man who puts himself into politics. The man who is anti-America. The man who is anti-cops. A man who never tells people to improve, to work hard, to get better. A man who never tells his teammates and pushes them to get better and improve. Actually, instead, gets his coaches fired because he doesn't like them. A man who doesn't stay put when times get tough and fights through them. For example, when he would start off his career with the Cavaliers, he made finals appearances but kept losing to the Spurs and couldn't win and get a ring. So what did he do? Well, when times get tough, you don't keep fighting, you give up, and you go somewhere else to win a ring. So what is that teaching kids? To not compete, to not be competitive, to not fight, but if you can't beat them, you go somewhere else and find a better team. Same thing as, if you can't beat them, join them. That's basically what it is at the end of the day. That was his message. You know, between the examples I gave you, between Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, completely different people, completely different mindsets. Two mindsets, they were killers. They knew what it took to win. They did whatever it took to win. And they were ruthless. LeBron James, like I said, he was blessed with incredible athleticism. His physique is insane. But he was really gifted. He didn't have to put hard work and discipline as some other people do. He was gifted with incredible athleticism. And it's not his fault. It is what it is. But I want to get into statistics for how he ruined the game. And for those people who say, no, basketball is not dead yet. Basketball is still great, etc. The last Christmas, on Christmas Day, the NBA is tradition for having basketball games. They always would have games with the Lakers, Celtics, whoever were the best teams, they would play on Christmas Day. And that would get enormous amount of use. For the last couple of years, the NFL has joined on Christmas Day games. And I'm going to show you the stats and show you which sport is dying. So on Christmas Day, December 25th, 2023, these are the views for the five games that were played on that Christmas Day for the NBA. First one. New York Knicks versus Milwaukee Bucks, 2.49 million viewers. Denver Nuggets versus Golden State Warriors, 4.1 million viewers. Los Angeles Lakers versus Boston Celtics, 5 million viewers. Miami Heat versus Philadelphia 76ers, 1.3 million viewers. Phoenix Suns versus Dallas Mavericks. 1.47 million views. So you may be thinking, 
That's still great. They have millions of views for five games. Now let's go to the NFL that had three games on Christmas Day. Same exact day. So the first game was Las Vegas Raiders against the Kansas City Chiefs. Audience average was 29.2 million viewers. Next game, Philadelphia Eagles versus New York Giants. 29 million viewers. The last game, San Francisco 49ers versus the Baltimore Ravens. 27.1 million viewers. So you tell me, with that difference, which sports is dying? Clearly, it is basketball. So why is it dying? Because on all these games nowadays, for basketball, you see the top athletes who get paid millions and millions of dollars, they're sitting on the bench. How does that make any sense? You're getting paid millions and millions, and this is your job to show up and compete for the audience, for the viewers, because those people are paying for your salary. That is your job. Imagine having a job, for your example, I'm sure you have a job, that you get paid and you don't have to show up for work. You just get to sit down and get paid. Must be nice, right? Because this is exactly what these players do nowadays. Such as LeBron James, who is the face of the NBA. Back then, you never would see Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, the NBA legends, sitting down watching their team play. They would be out there, hurt, still playing, because they had a job. And they knew they had a job for the viewers, for the audience. They didn't care. They would be out there no matter what. But nowadays, everyone's hurt, everyone's injured, everyone's soft. Which leads to our society. Same exact way. Everybody's weak. And I gave this example before. Maybe a fan wants to take their kid to go watch the game. And obviously they say they're on a budget. They can't watch games all the time. So they buy a ticket for a game because they want to see, let's say for example, LeBron James from the Los Angeles Lakers. So they go buy a ticket because the kid wants to see LeBron James. They show up to the game. They sit down on their seats and they find out LeBron James is not playing because he is hurt. So they spend all this money, hundreds of dollars on the seats, food, parking, etc. Just to watch the player they wanted to see sit down on a bench. How's that fair to the average fan? It's not. Back then, when I used to play in high school, I played football. Football obviously is a lot more contact, more brutal. The coach will tell us this. If you are hurt, you're going to play. You're going to practice. If you are injured, that's different. You're not going to be practicing or be playing. There's a difference between being hurt and being injured. Apparently nowadays, two basketball players, they're both the same exact thing. And if they're hurt, they're not going to play. Which is a damn shame. And so is why men are so weak nowadays. For people like this, for professional athletes, as we call them, to take days off. Because they are, quote, hurt. Take a listen to this clip by Charles Barkley. Saying the same exact thing. You're injured, don't play. But everybody 
hurt after the first two weeks of the season. Your, your legs sore, your knees sore. If you're injured, I don't want you to play. But the notion that, number one, bless these guys. You're making 30, 40, 50 million dollars to play basketball four days a week. Y'all got the best shoes. You got the best medical staff. You got these guys sleeping in chambers. You got ice baths. Man, if you can play, shut the hell up and play. He's 100% right. People say the game's a lot faster than how it was back in the day when people used to play all the time. That's true. But today we have better, like Charles Barkley said, shoes, medicines, ways to take care of yourself that they didn't have back then. And those men used to play 80 game seasons. And I'm going to read you some stats before you can actually see the comparison compared to back then and compared to how soft everyone is now. So, the average All-Star in 2003 played in 79.2 games per season. 20 years later, in 2023, the average All-Star plays in 64.4 games per season. So what do Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, Kevin Garnett, Jamal Masburn, Yao Ming, Steve Nass, Tim Duncan, Steve Francis, Stefan Marbury, Sean Marion, Dirk Nowitzki, Gary Payton, and Jason Kidd have in common? Answer is, they all played in at least 80 games in the 2002-2003 season, with the first seven players playing the full 82. Fast forward 20 years later to 2022-2023 season, and not one single All-Star has played in 80 games. Not one soul. The All-Stars in 2023 that played the most games is Anthony Edwards, 79, Domantas Sabonis, 79, Julius Randle, 77, Bam Adebayo, 75, Jason Tatum, 74, DeMar DeRozan, 74, De'Aaron Fox, 73, and Pascal Siakam, 71. Giannis, Jokic, Luka, Embiid, SGA are some very notable players that couldn't crack 70 games. The All-Stars in 2003 that played the least games were Jermaine O'Neal, 77, Tracy McGrady, 75, Ben Wallace, 73, Brad Miller, 73, Peja Stokovic, 72, Chris Webber, 67, Shaquille O'Neal, 67, and Vince Carter, 43. The All-Stars in 2023 that played the least games is Kyrie Irving, 60, Damian Lillard, 58, Tyrese Halliburton, 56, Paul George, 56, Steph Curry, 56, LeBron James, 55, Kevin Durant, 47, and Zion Williamson, 24. There's a comparison between 2003 and 2023. Stats don't lie. And I'm going to give you another example. Apparently, players in the NBA don't even train how they used to anymore. If anything, they might not even train at all. Here's Gilbert Arenas talking about exactly that, how these NBA players nowadays don't even train hard as these players used to back in the day. Well, that, that's because they're deconditioned. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I've, the- I've, I've watched NBA... I watched NBA practices and stuff. That is not practice anymore. They're coming in 
They're doing shooting drills with the little the, the coaches, 15, 20 minutes. Their bodies are not even in shape to move like it used to. Yeah, really? Yeah. And it's just like me, us I going agree. out, th- us going out there and playing. Yeah. We're gonna hurt ourselves. But they're training different in the off season. They're training more. They're not training at all. Yeah, they're not training. I don't think they're training at individuals, all. Individuals, I'm saying. They're not training at all anymore. They're getting their strength in for 45, 60 minutes. No. Man, I used to run five miles a day. Okay. To get ready for in shape, like I used to do bleacher work. Yeah. Right. Sand now you're, 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 they're saying the game is played faster. Correct. But. If you take a guard, if you follow a guard, we were running about 2.1 miles per game. Right. We did about two and a half miles. These guards are doing a mile, mile five at best. The reason why is three, the three-point line to the three-point line is fucking shorter. You guys also play than 40 minutes. Layup and guarding someone coming for a layup. Yeah. So think about what I'm saying. Three to three, right? Yeah. He's coming down shooting three. He's coming down and shooting three. Versus I'm attacking all 94 feet yeah. and guarding someone coming 94 feet. So we were we were moving further than the group. That's what I said. It's 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 a mirage of of the thinking. These guys are just not in the peak shape they used to be. When you're looking at, you're talking about Michael Jordan jumping and doing what he was doing, plus partying and all that, and you're looking at today's guys, and you're sitting at home playing video games all day, no practice. You guys have the most rest. Yeah. The most rest, because they're, it's everything is, oh, we got to protect your legs, we got to protect... Load managing. So when you, it's load managing, but think about, think about when you take three or four days off of shooting. Yeah. Right? Your body's aches more, it's all this, it's not... It's not yeah. Is not ready to fire, and that's that's what it, it, that's what I seen. So there you have that. You have another reason they don't even train hard anymore. So let's jump on to another topic. I said Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. They spent the whole careers with one team, except for Michael Jordan. At the very end of his career, he went with the Wizards. But before that, he spent all with the Bulls. Kobe Bryant, twenty years with the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's give you some other Hall of Famers. Magic Johnson, all with the Los Angeles Lakers. Larry Bird, all with the Boston Celtics. Isaiah Thomas, all with the Detroit Pistons. Dirk Nowitzki, 21 seasons, all with the Dallas Mavericks. John Stockton, 19 years, all with the Utah Jazz. Tim Duncan, 19 years, all for San Antonio Spurs. Reggie Miller, 18 seasons, all with the Indiana Pacers. Some of these players won championships with their team. Some of these great players did not win a championship with their team. But they made it all the way to NBA Finals because they stuck around. They put in the work. They recruited people and developed players. And these NBA legends pushed their teammates to become better they can reach the finals. That's what they all did. So let's move to players nowadays. LeBron James. He couldn't win it in Cleveland. So he had to go to Miami Heat and team up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Boss. That's never been heard of. Players coming together and creating a super team. That was never heard of. But he did it. After that, went back to Cleveland, won one. Then he goes to the Lakers. Wins another one. Dude has no loyalty. Next one. Kevin Durant. Could not win it. The Oklahoma City 
Thunder. So, he goes to the Warriors, wins two rings. After that, he thinks he accomplished something. So, he goes to Brooklyn Nets. Can't win there. So, he can't win. What does he go to next? Phoenix Suns. Because he has a chance of winning. This is how it is nowadays. This is what we're teaching young kids. That if you cannot win somewhere, you go somewhere else. Because there's no such thing as competing anymore. If it's too hard, quit and go somewhere else. That's basically the message nowadays. But back then, actual NBA players stay in one place and compete and challenge and press their teammates to get better. But that doesn't exist anymore. Which is a damn shame. Everything I'm saying is backed up by facts. Nobody wants to watch the NBA anymore. Because of players that sit down, take days off, say they are hurt, don't train anymore, don't have any type of respect for teams or loyalty. They don't even care about their fans because they're not willing to go on the court and be competitive and compete. So why do people even want to watch NBA anymore? There's a reason why the NBA incorporated a rule that players cannot rest more than one star player for the same game. Not just that, but players must play in 65 games to qualify for end of season awards such as MVP. Because they know there's a problem. People do not want to watch the NBA anymore. They don't want to watch teams not even compete, not even defend anymore with all these high scoring games. Nobody wants to watch that. And my biggest problem with this, with these players nowadays, is that it influences and affects youth. It affects young kids because kids look up to athletes as their heroes or their idols. And if they're looking up to people like this as their role models, they're going to fail in life. And it's already happening. That's why we already have weak men. Because everyone gives up, complains, whines, doesn't put full effort. No one's consistent. No one's disciplined. And that's why I always liked and respected players like Kobe, Michael Jordan, players back in the day. Because they sold, hard work pays off. They always tell you, get better, improve every single day. And that was one heck of a message. And a lot of kids and people were motivated. Till this day, that message from those players still motivates people these days. And even though some of them are gone, like Kobe Bryant, his mama mentality lives forever. And that inspires people to improve every single day. And that was one heck of a message. And one heck of a legacy to leave behind for people. But nowadays, these players are terrible examples and role models for people and especially for young kids. And they've ruined a great sport. That's going to be it for this podcast episode. As always, I truly appreciate every single one of you for taking your time out of your busy day to listen to these episodes. Thank you again. And thank you, Patreon member Blade262 for being a Patreon member. If you want to be a Patreon member, if you want to support the podcast, if you got questions, comments, if you want a topic for me to do on a podcast episode, or if you want me to be your accountability coach for you improve every single week, you can do that by being a Patreon member. The link will be in the description below. As always, please like, subscribe, and share the podcast if you can. It truly does help the podcast grow and truly does help with the algorithm. And I thank you if you do. And always go out there, be the best you can be, 
Be the best version of yourself. Never quit. Never give up. Keep going. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.